0: While the rest of the world goes about their business barely noticing the music on in the background, whether it's in their car or in the grocery store, in the gym, we, you and I, we hear something more. We're listening for something more. When we hear a song, it can stop us in our tracks. It can bring back a flood of memories and emotions. We wish we could tell everyone else in the room to shut up so we can listen to that song. Does that sound familiar? Does music mean more to you than just a casual listen or a passing fad? If so, then join the club here at the I'm In Love With That Song podcast. I'm your host, Brad Page. In each episode of this podcast, I pick one of my favorite songs and we explore it together. We do some intensive listening to uncover all the elements that make it a great song. There's no music theory or technical jargon here. You don't have to be an expert to enjoy the show. If you love music, you are more than welcome here. On this episode, we'll be listening to one of my favorite songs by one of my favorite artists, Todd Rundgren and Parallel Lines.
1: Very soon we'll have to face that some things never come together.
0: We'll be right back after this message. I've mentioned before that the Beatles are my favorite band, and Todd Rundgren would have to be number two on that list. Todd has come up on this show before, both as a member of the band Utopia, his solo work, and as a producer. But I can never get enough Todd, so here's some more for you. Todd Rundgren has had a long, prolific career, over 50 years in the business. Too much to detail here. His first taste of success was with the band Naz in 1968. By 69, he had left the band and started working as an engineer and a producer. He was behind the glass for some iconic records by the band, Badfinger, The New York Dolls, Grand Funk Railroad, just to name a few. He launched a solo career in between his production work, often playing all the instruments on his albums. His career reached a commercial peak in 1972 with the release of the Something Anything album, a double album chock full of catchy and clever pop tunes and ballads. But by then, Todd was bored with writing three-minute pop songs. He began exploring everything from psychedelia to Philly soul, progressive rock to show tunes, all of which would end up on his landmark 1973 album, A Wizard, A True Star. And as if recording solo albums and producing other artists wasn't enough, he formed a band, Utopia, who recorded nine albums over the next decade. And Todd kept churning out brilliant solo albums and racking up the hits as a producer, including Meatloaf's "Bad Out of Hell album. By the mid-1980s, his relationship with Bearsville Records had deteriorated, and he signed a new contract with Warner Brothers. He released the A Cappella album in 1985, one of the most innovative albums of that decade and in 1989, he released Nearly Human. Unlike most of Todd's solo albums where he plays all the instruments, the Nearly Human album was recorded live in the studio with a large band, which included members of The Tubes, Bourgeois Tag, and his old pals from Utopia. Todd originally wrote parallel lines for the off-Broadway musical Up Against It. Joe Orton was a British author and playwright, And in 1967, Orton wrote the script for Up Against It, which was supposed to be the script for the next Beatles movie, their follow-up to Help. He submitted it to Beatles manager Brian Epstein, but it was eventually sent back to Orton, and the Beatles never made a third film. Orton was pursuing other movie options for the script, but on the morning that he was scheduled to meet with director Richard Lester to discuss it, Orton was found dead, killed by his lover the script was eventually turned into a play in 1989 and Todd was hired to write the music parallel lines was one of the songs he wrote for the show but it stands perfectly well as a brilliant pop song without any other narrative to support it the song was written and produced by Todd and features a large cast of players including michael urbano on drums prairie prince on percussion larry tag on bass Three synthesizer players, Brent Bourgeois, Nate Ginsberg, and Scott Moon, as well as Vince Wellnick on digital piano, Lyle Workman plays guitar, and there's a crew of background singers as well. The track starts with a short drum fill before those keyboards come in. Listen to the bass and the notes that he's choosing to play. He follows the chord changes, but not necessarily by playing the root note. The keyboards are doing the lion's share of the work here, but there is a clean, compressed guitar with some chorus effect on it, accenting on beats two and four. That's an old Motown approach. And that keyboard part is a classic Todd Rundgren move. And here's a little taste of Todd's soulful falsetto vocal style. Here comes the first verse. That repeating eighth note pattern on the keyboards doesn't play during the verses, which makes the verses seem, I don't know, maybe more solemn, almost as if they're slower, but the tempo definitely hasn't changed. Also notice the way the bass climbs into the opening chord of each line. There's always one of the keyboard parts that's following the vocal melody pretty closely.
1: But I don't seem get much or
0: There's a new synthesizer part playing some higher notes. The first chorus is coming up. It's sung over the same chord changes as the intro. Backing vocals also come in. Let's back up a bit and play the whole chorus and listen to how beautifully it's all put together. The way the backing vocals are layered, how they echo and then support the lead vocal, the way he sings the word parallel before the backing vocals come in, it's all meticulously arranged, and it's great. This is a song about those relationships where you just can't quite connect. You want to make it work, but somehow you're just on two different paths. This second verse really says it eloquently. Here's a few of the lines. It's a challenge. Gotta make myself remember. It's a challenge. Gotta make myself remember that facing the truth doesn't mean surrender. I know that the world is full of opposites that attract, but unless we ignore the physics, very soon we'll have to face the facts. Some things never come together, parallel lines never do cross over. The second chorus leads right into the bridge, and I love this bridge. It rises in pitch, which gives it a sense of urgency. Listen to the way his voice glides over the top of the backing vocals. It's a simple thing, but this arrangement, the performance, and the way that it's mixed, all three of those things are executed perfectly, and they really heighten the emotional impact. When he sings the line, If you'd once in your life acknowledge me, His voice cracks a tiny bit at the end. It's like a hint of real emotion that you're trying to hold back, a little crack in the facade. Let's listen. Let's listen to just the instrumental track for the bridge, because there's a lot going on underneath the vocals. Each line begins with the bass accenting four notes, then the multiple keyboard parts come in and embellish after. bridge leads right into the last verse there's no guitar solo no keyboard solo no big instrumental break in this song the focus is always on the vocals which makes sense when you remember that this song was written for a theater production here's the last verse
1: it means, the truth. It means that we must surrender surrender
0: great use of the backing
1: vocals there it whis away at the destiny we fulfill and like an morning you can't come
0: I love the way he sings face the fact leading into this last chorus
1: when it's
0: You can hear a harp swoop in here. The way he holds this note... Check out this little falsetto part. And the way he riffs on the phrase, running on. And one last falsetto woo before the final fade.
1: Todd
0: Rondgren with Parallel Lines. I've been a Todd fan since some time in the late 70s, so long now that I don't really remember when I first got into Todd or which album I heard first, but his music has been in my life so long that it's part of my life now. Some of these songs have helped me survive heartbreak and ease me through tough times. This is the power and the importance of art, and I think especially of music. It's not just background noise or something to fill space. A song can give you comfort, it can bring joy, and it can ease the pain. Once again, I thank you for joining me, and I hope you'll come back again for another episode of the I'm In Love With That Song podcast. If you'd like to leave feedback, there's a few ways you can do it. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you listen to the show. That's always appreciated. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for the I'm In Love With That Song podcast and leave a comment there, or you can tweet at us at Pop Staff Tweets. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, that way you'll never miss an episode. I'll be back again in two weeks. Until then, I leave you with Todd Rundgren and Parallel Lines.